Hello and welcome everyone to the inaugural edition of the FAM podcast brought to you from the Florida Ambassador Media Group, the newest and hottest social media marketing company in all the land, or at least in Central Florida. I am your host, I am the young professor, Matt Grafer, and I am joined here by the man who will introduce himself, known as... That's right, they call me Sticks, Ken, Ray, uh, it's an honor to be here, let's have some fun and uh, make some magic. Well, we want to thank everybody that has decided to take a chance and listen to this. What could this possibly be about is probably what you're wondering, and we're here to tell you, this is a new podcast, it's something that Ken and I have been thinking about doing for some time now, just on a, we've, we've kicked around some ideas, but maybe we'll give you a little bit of background on who we are, uh, what our affiliation is with uh, the Florida Ambassador Media Group, and then you'll understand before we get into the kind of content that we want to talk about each and every week. Right, this is going to be a, a kind of a, a full scope podcast, but first, uh, I come from a, a radio broadcasting background, uh, a decade in the business, and now uh, you know, branching out to other things in entertainment, but uh, experience with broadcasting, and, and it's always been fun for me, so we're going to dip our toes in the podcast world and see what happens. Well, with this being local, I mean, don't be afraid to talk about where you, where you used to work and, and how, how we kind of have met each other. Right, okay, so I, I started uh, with the, the Hog, 95.7 The Hog here, uh, WHOG in Daytona Beach, and was part of the Frank and Tracy Morning Show for... Several years, uh, it was good, uh, good, good, clean fun, as they say. And uh, after that ended, I kind of uh, drifted around a little bit, spent some time in Chicago, and got tired of the snow. And now we're back in Florida, um, branching out into the world of professional wrestling as commentators and uh, and announcers and managers and that like. But uh, we wanted to build this podcast. We've been talking about it for a long time. And finally, we have the time and energy to put into it. Well, and yes, that, that's all very true. And, and what's kind of interesting is, you know, Sticks mentioned that he was on The Hog. I've lived here in Florida since 2010. And one of the first things that I was doing at the time, I had a, I had a clock radio that was my alarm. And so naturally, you listen for stations that, that are interesting to you that you might want to wake up to. And the one that I actually had my radio set to, and this is a true story, was 95.7 The Hog. I lived right down near the Speedway, and that was what I listened to each and every morning. I listened to Frank and Tracy. I found it uh, pretty entertaining, I thought. Yeah. And, and they said Frank and Tracy and Sticks, and, and this is a long time ago. And actually, I had uh, I'd won a contest one time where I actually won wrestling tickets to go see a TNA Bound for Glory event. If you don't know what that is, that's, that's fine. We'll get you there. We'll feed you baby birds. <laughs> but um, I wanted, and, and, and Sticks and I only met earlier this year formally, and we kind of put together that we had to have at least spoken to each other back then. Right, so yeah. It's just kind of a small world, and, and it's weird, especially locally, how, how people think of Daytona Beach as maybe a big town, and even Volusian, Flagler counties, but really, in actuality, it's a very small town. It's a pretty tightly... Uh, networked community, and you never know who you're going to run into at any given point in time. Yeah, any chance if you know five people, chances are you know at least three of their friends, and and that's the way this city works. And it was cool because we talked, and 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 the way things worked back then was I was responsible for all the prize work, and and you know I there a chance there's there's a 95, 99% chance that I filled out your prize envelope and. Uh, Put your tickets in the envelope. More than likely. The, talk to you on the phone. So that's crazy. And what's weird about it is that it was for a, a wrestling-related prize. And that's that's how Sticks and I know each other. Now, he mentioned us being uh, personalities in, in professional wrestling and, and broadcasting. We we typically do commentary along with Brad over at Go Wrestle, which is right there located in Daytona Beach. And that's how, that's how we met. And we kind of figured out then how we might have known each other. But we've also been taking our show on the road. We've gotten a chance to work a few other places. We recorded a match for uh, United States Wrestling Alliance up in Jacksonville. We just came off this weekend of working with Ignite Wrestling down in Vero Beach. And we've been talking about doing something for a long time. Now, I don't come from a broadcasting background, but I have been told since I was probably 15 or 16 years old that, dude, you sound like you should be in radio. You should be doing this sort of thing. And... um, that goes back to even being involved in junior ROTC when I was a kid in high school. And one of the things they did was they, they kind of picked me out to put me in charge of our drill team 
as the commander because the commander is the one yelling all the commands. And I, I guess I sounded the best of the bunch. So they, they, they put me there. And so that was kind of my first foray into real true public speaking and used it later. I became a college professor. I worked with Kaiser University for, for many years, uh, for over eight years total. I worked at the Daytona Beach campus for some time. And then I was up in Jacksonville. I'm a father of four kids. And so it's, it's a pretty busy, hectic life. A few years ago, I picked up working uh, as a live trivia host for Challenge Entertainment, specifically in Central Florida trivia. And so a lot of microphone work, a lot of time entertaining and out there. And, um, you know, I, that all kind of leads to where we are today. Now I'm one of the co-owners of the Florida Ambassador Media Group, which is a, a venture that I started um, with my business partner, who's the man who's really truly responsible for all of it. And that's Mr. Joe Wright. Joe is somebody who, if you're listening to this in Palm Coast, you might know of. Uh, he is the man behind Quantum Electric. He is one of the owners of Quantum Tires. He owns uh, all three Anthony's Pizza restaurants. He's, he's a business owner. And, yeah, and, pizza. And, and, and entrepreneur. And um, just a really great guy, very family-oriented. And he and I met as a, for me being a trivia host. And, and he would come out, him and his family would come out each and every week. And his granddaughter and my daughter were in the same dance class over the past, uh, I guess, back in the spring. And Joe and I were just sitting there talking, and we were talking a little bit about trivia because one of his Anthony's Pizza restaurants does trivia with me. I I sold that show to him, and I was talking about just social media, and and we were talking about, I was like, hey, I don't think that this stuff is getting shared out enough, and... Here's how often, and we started looking at it, and then he started telling me how much he paid for social media marketing, and I said, "You're wait a minute, like people are paying for this sort." Right, I mean, I guess right. that makes sense, but yeah, it's not no. something that a lot of people, I think, actively are aware of because it is a process. Oh, absolutely, and and my uh, time in, in radio broadcasting afforded me the the experience to 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 learn marketing. On every level, radio, television, social media—it's expensive. Uh, you know what I mean. But it's if you if you got the right people and they're doing the right work, then then it's effective, and that's really all that matters. Well, and, and social media as a as a channel of output is is still relatively new. I mean, you think about how long social media has been around. It, it's really rooted back maybe about 15 years. I know it goes back a little further than that, but. Like Facebook, when you think of that and what it is today, 2004 was the year that that started, and it was very different then than what it is now. That's crazy, man. You think about how it started as just a college website. You had to be in college. You had to be with the university uh, to even participate in Facebook, and now it is everywhere. It's it's everywhere, and it's everything. I mean, that's how people... And it's all the time. Right. And it's how people, I think, consume a lot of their information. It's how they consume their news. It's how they're aware of current events. And it's something that, you know, in me working particularly with trivia and then starting to market myself as an entertainer, I started really leveraging and paying very close attention and then reading more about what to do, when, how... And I took some marketing classes in college, and actually one of the courses I was responsible for teaching as a college professor was a sports marketing course. So I, I had to be pretty well-versed in it. And that conversation with Joe kind of just got us thinking because I, I felt like I could do that as a job. I mean, I've been doing it not only for myself, but for Challenge Entertainment. And when I, kind of, when I came in, I was just a host. After a while, they, they made me uh, an, an assistant regional manager, so now I'm, I have a lot of responsibility for those shows. But I've taken that, that opportunity, and I've helped really grow our region. I think when I started, we maybe had five or six total shows. Yeah. And now, yeah, as sure. of this, like we're starting our 20th show. Uh, like, and I don't mean like t- 20 total. Like We have 20 every week. That's how many shows are going on simultaneously. And so That's awesome. And Joe, being a businessman, I think he recognized that that's probably a, a, a set of good qualities, a good reflection of, of me, and, and this isn't a whole thing to kind of pump myself up. But it, this is how our idea got started. Yeah. And so when I, um, driving up to Jacksonville for Kaiser was, was really getting very difficult, especially with my family and the, all the things that I'm doing. I mean, it was taking me about 90 minutes to get to work each day. And that's a really, if any of you commute, if any of you have ever had to do that, it's a very treacherous 
bit of time on the road. I mean, that's three hours of my day that I couldn't get back. I couldn't be productive. It's I couldn't. Stressful. It's uncomfortable. It's all the things that. It's it's that time of your day that you absolutely dread, even if you enjoy what you do. Right, and but, I did. And you did, but you know, travel is not always comfortable, and if especially if it's traffic, you know, traffic is the worst part. Waiting is the worst part. So. When I talked to Joe and I said, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about leaving this. I know you have, you know, you've got connections in town. You've been here a while. If you know anything, let me know. And he said, well, what about that marketing thing you and I talked about? Maybe we should get into that. And so through that, we've spent a lot of the summer just kind of getting our ducks in a row. And, and we've, we've grabbed a few clients that we work with now. And the Florida Ambassador Media Group was born. And FAM for short. And, and I like that idea for that as a name because... I like that fam is short for family. And I think that that's the way businesses should be treated. Uh, and that's my goal here with Florida Ambassador Media Group is when, when you are with fam, you are a part of our fam, our family. And that's how I want to treat your business. I want to treat it the way you would treat your own family and your own family business with a lot of care and a lot of intention to make sure that it's as successful as possible. So this podcast is going to be a platform for us to talk about just things going on mostly locally. I mean, we'll talk about things a little bit beyond, but it is meant to be a hub for Central Florida, particularly uh, Flagler, Volusia, maybe some St. John's counties. And we're going to use it also as an opportunity to kind of advertise some of the businesses that we work with and give people a platform locally to have something to listen to from some voices that Maybe they've heard before. I don't know. Maybe they heard you. Maybe they hear me. Right. And, I mean, you're all over the place, man. I used to use social media the way that you do now uh, as a tool, and I feel like a lot of people uh, don't understand how to use it the right way. Uh, you know, uh, we can we can have an f- entire episode on how to use social media the right <laughs> way. But uh, I think that uh, this is a re- this is going to be a really cool platform, and I, and hopefully when we get this out. Uh, people will give us their genuine feedback and, and contribute because that's what we want too. We want everybody to, to be able to participate uh, in, in a in a fun, clean, family friendly way uh, to just grow our community. You know, absolutely. And so, forgive us if the if things seem a little looser or not maybe as as structured as we're looking to go. We didn't want to waste any more time. We wanted to get this started, get it off the ground, and 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 do what we're going to do here. So, this whole you know opening portion, we wanted to explain what our motivations are, what this is going to be about, and where we've come from, so that you understand where it is and uh, what we're going to do each week. We're going to highlight some things that are happening locally, uh, some local news, some stories that you might have heard, or if you didn't hear, that maybe you should. We're going to look into events, what's happening, because that's a big part of, of what I do and, and what Ken has done here. So we're going to talk about things that are happening during the week and, of course, on the weekends. We'll talk about Central Florida sports, you know, even though that also maybe falls into the category of what's happening. It's a little bit more specific. Right, yeah. And, and that's a little bit closer to to our world with professional wrestling and all that. Was We're... We're considering that sport, it is sport, sport and entertainment, and then that's how we're gonna. That's how Darn we're putting right. it out there because that's where it belongs. We'll talk a little pop culture, and then that's uh, that's gonna be the format of our show. So it's a little bit of something for everything with a local flair for all of you. Hopefully, uh, our brand spanking new listeners that are focused in on the fam or focused in on the young professor sticks, whatever floats your boat here. If we got something that has attracted you this far. We got something for you that hopefully you can sink your teeth into and hopefully share with your friends. But without any further ado, let's go ahead and segue into our local news. For nearly a decade, Lighthouse Bible Church has been a hidden gem in the Palm Coast community. Founded in 2010 by Pastor Ted Dudak, Lighthouse Bible Church is a Bible-based, Christ-centered church aimed at presenting God's Word the way it was intended to be heard, via the words of the Bible itself. We believe in a verse-by-verse preaching method rather than a topical approach so as to not water down God's Word. We host service every Sunday morning beginning with a prayer group at 8.45 a.m., adult Bible study at 9.15 a.m., fellowship at 10, and our weekly service at 10.15. We have a children's church that is also Bible-based, and we welcome all of our neighbors and guests to come on out and give us a try. Lighthouse Bible Church is a close-knit church that looks out for and cares for one another during good times and bad. If you currently don't have a church to call home on Sundays, or you're looking for something new as you explore your faith, we invite you to join us here at Lighthouse Bible Church. 
Welcome to the local news segment. Do I sound like a newscaster? You do. Absolutely. <laughs> did, you, did you go to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting? Easy enough for me to I, say. I did not, but uh, <laughs> I will pretend that I did. <laughs> you and sound like you did. Tonight on the 5 o'clock news. <laughs> Lots of stuff going on here, man. Uh, a brand new Wawa in Palm Coast just broke, gra- uh, broke ground. And if you know us at all, Wawa is how we do. And we can even tell the story of how I got turned on to Wawa because I wasn't a Wawa guy before I met you. So let's let's maybe use that as a, uh, a way to set it up. But uh, if you're listening to this and you live locally, you know what I'm talking about because it's, it's really interesting. I don't even know if you realize this. Like this Wawa obsession here in Florida is not just something that you and I enjoy because we've gone after a few shows. It is something that is collectively shared among people. Oh, especially from New Jersey, New York. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Northeast thing, and I didn't even know about it. It's, it's yeah, Pennsylvania, particularly the Philadelphia area, was was kind of the main hub of all of this. Because even because I grew up in northern New Jersey, closer to New York City, and there were no Wawas up there. There there weren't any, at least when I was growing up. Uh, there were quite a few more in South Jersey as, as we, because we, we cut the state in half. For different. those for those of you that live there, you understand what I'm talking about. But I went to college in South Jersey. I went to Rowan University, which was about 25 minutes from Philadelphia. And you can literally navigate up there by Wawa's. Like, you're going to go down this road <laughs> and uh, you're going to pass uh, two Wawa's and you're going to make a left at the next light and then you're going to see another Wawa on your right. Don't, don't turn into that one. It's, I'm... Like it's a joke, but it's not. <laughs> I believe you. There, there's a lot of them, and now they're they're everywhere up there. And of course, there's a lot of transplants down here in Florida. So there's a lot of folks from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania that are here. And so Wawa's a big thing. They just opened a bunch in Jacksonville last year. There are some down in Orlando. There's a lot in that area. Nice they're coming up, yeah, orange. coming up in the coast. That one's in Volusia County, and they've added a few more in Daytona. And now. Finally, here in the beautiful Palm Coast, Florida, where we reside, they finally have broken ground. But it's been a story that people have been following for a really long time. It's exciting, man. Wawa's a great place. Well, a few weeks ago, people were freaking out because I guess some of the permits that were pulled on where some of the electrical work was done, like expired and nothing was being done and things were getting over. And people were like, there we go, Palm Coast again. They're not letting us do it. We were so excited. Like, there was outrage among the community here. And last week, I forget which newspaper it did, so I'm not giving proper credit, and I apologize, but it was like, it said, breaking news, ground is being broken today on Wawa, and people in Palm Coast and all the Swip Swap groups and all that were going absolutely bananas. So if you hadn't heard it, hear it here on the fam pod, folks. Wawa has broken ground. It's going to be over there on uh, on 100 uh, State Road 100, and we're going to have one soon, and I'm pretty excited about it. I am super excited <laughs> about it. I, see, okay, so I've known about Wawa. I've had friends from Jersey, and they've told me about them. And I've never really experienced a Wawa. We we did a show in Jacksonville, outside mm-hmm. of Jacksonville, uh, DCCW. And uh, hi, Vanessa, I know you're listening. Um, she might be. She, she might be one of the, the few that are listening early uh, on. <laughs> but we did a show in, in, in Jacksonville. We were, it was late and we're hungry. And Matt says to me, you want to stuff a Wawa and get a sub? I said, I've never had a Wawa sub. And he, goes, he gives me this look of absolute shock and almost disgust. You've never had a Wawa sub? No, man. We go into Wawa. Nice touch screen, whole easy deal. You make your sub, they make it for you hot. It's so good. Oh my God. Now I live on Wawa subs, especially when they're on sale. <laughs> what's, what's funny is I'm listening to us talk about this and they're not one of my clients. They, you know, we should be, we, we should absolutely be getting <laughs> gotta, paid to talk about this. This is, this is a remarkably strong endorsement. That's but right. I'll tell you, I, what, when you're, I've even infected you with it. Um, they don't call them Wawa subs. Are you aware of this? No, what do they call them? They're hoagies. Hoagies. And hoagies are like the Pennsylvania, South Jersey term. But as a as a closer to New York, northern New Jersey person, that was always the big fight. The big argument we always had was, they're not hoagies, they're subs. And, you know, that was always kind of the, the thing. So even still, I refuse, I think, subconsciously to acknowledge them no, as no. hoagies. See, because I still have this rivalry in my brain that does not exist. See, I'm from, my family's from Chicago, so... A sub is it's a sandwich. You know what I mean? It's just a sandwich. Or you know, if, 
if you're really Italian, sometimes you call it a grinder. You know what I mean? Right, but right. It, but it's, you know, sub is a sandwich. And uh, hoagie is just a different word for a sandwich. And, you know. Hoagies, grinders. It's uh, all the same thing. Di- yeah, different it's strokes. It's all delicious depending right. on where you get it. <laughs> so we've spent a remarkable amount of time just to let everybody know, yes, in fact, they have started uh, a little bit further along the road with the construction on Wawa's. But a, a very similar story, I suppose, something that, that perhaps folks should be excited about is we are getting a Bucky's here. And actually, there's going to be two. There's going to be one year World Golf Hall of Fame up in uh, St. Augustine. Oh, cool. And then they're putting one down where they're doing all of that new retail space down in Daytona Beach, uh, right near the LPGA. Exit. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right by the uh, the new outlets and all that. Yes. So we're getting a Bucky's there. And uh, Ken was asking me, he's like, I don't even know what that is. Because again, that's another one of those very regional things that people are aware of. Uh, I know it only because of having to drive to Texas a few times a few years ago. When you're taking I-10, you know, which you know I-10 starts over in Jacksonville and it runs all the way out to San Diego, California. Right. That's kind of the main thoroughfare if you're trying to get from here to there, from coast to coast. But for hundreds and hundreds of miles in advance of the actual Bucky's, there are billboards after bill like you know 237 miles till Bucky's, you know 200, and it just counts down. And you and even if you don't know what it is, you're like. I think I'm pretty excited about this Bucky's. I don't know. I don't know what it's about. I just see this beaver. It looks like he's wearing a hat. See, you know, I used to live in Texas. I lived in uh, Plano, outside Dallas, for years, and I don't know what a Bucky's is. I mean, I love food. This is most of this podcast is probably going to be centered right. around some sort of food because we're two fat kids. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I'm excited to uh, to see it and to, uh, of course, try it. They've got some retail space, and actually. Um, there's a couple of these cool shirts that I that I like to wear out to some of my shows and stuff from a company called the Roosevelts, and they 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 make that cool um, some Saved by the Bell shirts. Yep. I've got one of them, and I've got several of their the their, their professional Woo! wrestling shirts. Yeah, so they make them. And actually, one of the retail stores that carries, and only a few of them do, but Bucky's nationwide carries some of those t-shirts, some, really? of, those, some of their shirt their t-shirts oh, and their their nice. Uh, collared shirts and all that stuff. So fancy. Yeah, there'd be a, a place locally to get it. So Bucky's is opening. Be able to class up my wardrobe and get some food at the same yeah. time. <laughs> it's a perfect place for you, Sticks. Yeah, I, I think it's something that's really been uh, necessary for you for quite some time. Shut up. So those are a couple of uh, positive stories, and I guess this one's kind of a positive story too. And we're gonna try and keep it light. Like there's plenty of news out there, and if you're if you're a news listening person. You can turn on the news at any time. I know negative news typically garners ratings. I and guess we're not going for ratings because you know, we're not going to do that. It leads. You right. Know, that's, that's an old saying in, in, in any form of broadcasting. It's absolutely true. And speaking of bleeding, <laughs> uh, suspected serial killer has been arrested in Palm Beach County. Yeah, Sheriff Chitwood in Daytona Beach uh, put out a statement last night saying that they had apprehended someone that was of interest uh, in a series of murders that happened in the Daytona Beach area from around 2005 2006 and then there was another murder several years later actually I think just a few years ago but it's it's something that I didn't live here at the time but even my wife would would talk about it as something that really stood out and had people on edge and they never solved it it was uh, the Daytona Beach serial killer they called him and so it looked like today down in Palm Beach County they apprehended a person of interest and it sounds like they feel pretty good about it. I mean, innocent until proven guilty, of course. That's the way the justice system works. But it's nice to know that after four, you know, 13, 14 years and, and this person never being caught and never having any really, truly solid leads, that they've made an apprehension. And, and hopefully, you know, that, that makes that area safer and, and our area as well. It's a crazy thing because this is right at the time... I was, you know, in college and just starting my my broadcasting career, really. And you'd hear whispers of the Daytona Beach serial killer and like, holy cow, like, is this a real thing? Is it a work? You know, like, and people were on edge, man. It was weird. Like, especially women. Women were... Well, sure, those those were the victims. You know, very guarded and very... uh, Went everywhere in groups and still, even to this day, I mean, I work on Seabreeze... Uh, nightly, and, and you know, you see girls travel in groups, which is smart, man. Never go anywhere by yourself. It is. I mean, and I imagine because around that time is when you were working with the hog, um, you know, you were always doing appearances with a lot of nightlife, so I imagine you, you probably heard quite a bit about this. And yeah, and you know, it's something 
Yeah, being young and naive. Oh, come on, that's a story. You know, it's like it's just one of those things you just you hear and do you really believe it? And now to read the updates from uh, last night and today, and holy cow, it's a real thing. Good news, yeah. And of course, this being recorded on Monday, I think we're gonna <coughs> shoot for this being available for folks to listen to on Tuesday, the seventeenth. But that's the news coming in, and and I, those are the only stories I think we're gonna focus on for now. Yeah. But. You know, I think that's all pretty positive stuff, and, that, and that's the way we're going to try and, and keep this. At least that's our initial effort. God only knows where we go from here. Talk about restaurants and food, man. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's keep things going. We're going to go ahead and find out, speaking of things that are happening in restaurants and food, let's go ahead and segue into finding out what's happening in Central Florida. Looking for something fun to do every weeknight? Challenge Entertainment has you covered with some great game nights at the best bars and restaurants in all of Volusia, Flagler, and Seminole counties. Our live trivia nights have been a constant presence in the area for the last decade, and with nearly 20 free weekly shows giving money away every Monday through Thursday, this is the premier form of weeknight entertainment. With some of the most entertaining hosts in the state, including myself, the young professor, you are guaranteed a fantastic time, win, lose, or draw. We offer two social media hints that will give you two answers ahead of every trivia show at Central Florida Trivia on Facebook. We also have several survey-based trivia games called Pub Poll several nights a week and Singo, a music bingo game with six winners every week. The best part about it is that it's all free to play. So bring a team, win some green with Challenge Entertainment. Check our Facebook page at Central Florida Trivia or challengeentertainment.com for times and locations on where to find us. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the What's Happening segment. And I, I have a strange suspicion that each and every week this may or may not be the longest segment or at least the, the most <laughs> content-filled portion of the show because we are not at a loss at any point in time for things to do. Absolutely not, and this is a great area to live, especially if you want to get out and do fun things. There's plenty of stuff to go around, and that's what this segment's all about, man. Let's get it going. All right, so uh, I'm going to first start with one of uh, with what's nearest and dearest to my heart, which is, of course, the things that are going on with Central Florida Trivia. And since you're listening to this either on Tuesday or after, we've got a lot of shows happening on Tuesday nights. Uh, Tuesday is our busiest, actually Tuesday and Wednesdays, we've got seven shows a night going on. On Tuesday nights over in Lake Mary, which is out near the Orlando area, we've got the 4th Street Bar and Grill which is always exciting for that to be uh, taking place. So that's one of our newest venues, a lot of success over there. Cool. And Daniel Max Shaw is the host, so go ahead and say hello to him if you are out in that general area. We've also got right over in Daytona Beach, in the heart of Daytona Beach. It is actually a historical location. It is the birthplace of stock car racing, the Streamline Hotel. DJ Big Tom, Tom Sturgis, is our host there. And that's You know Big Tom? Yeah, I do. Tom is a man. Tom and I have been working together for about four years now, and Tom does a great job. I always call him the king of New Smyrna Beach, but he is not in New Smyrna tonight. No, instead he'll he'll actually be over in Daytona at the Streamline Hotel. And this is every Tuesday night, every week. Every Tuesday night, seven o'clock, same bat time, same bat channel, and that, that's what's cool about what Central Florida Trivia does. We do have some special events, we do have some one-offs, but. Consistency is where it's at. We want people to kind of build their their weekly night out around the consistency of what we provide. And, and it's awesome, man. If you've never been to a trivia night, he, when when we initially uh, met and, and kind of our friendship started building, he was telling me about this trivia thing, and and I had never been to a trivia show, and he said, "Come out, man." I came out, had a had a beer. It was a good, good time. The people, uh, it's a lively crowd wherever you go, and uh, it's usually at a really cool spot, and you could win some prizes. Yeah, a lot of our locations give away uh, up to $70 in gift cards, and the top three teams walk home with some gift cards that you can use on your next visit. So you'll want to check that out. Another place, and I don't know if you've ever been here, Ken, but I, I don't mind talking about them because it's one of my favorite spots. Even though I'm not personally doing their social media, it's a place that I like a lot because I'm a big comic book fan, and that's Gotham City Pizza. Gotham City Pizza is a great place. They've got some great food, uh, great Italian food, you know, great pizza, Italian dishes, a lot of things you'll find at normal pizzerias, but all of the ambiance, all of the decorations, 
it's all comic book themed. And even the way they name the pizza is He's after coming, right cool, like um, where is it where, where it's located in Ormond Beach it's on uh, US it's on US 1 I almost called it Route 1 that's my that's my New Jersey <laughs> where coming you go hey your New Jersey showing um sorry about that yeah put away uh, your turnpike brother <laughs> uh but that's a it's a great spot and and Nick Baldwin or Nick on Mike who is a tremendous host He'll be there, and they've got a pretty full, solid, loyal crowd that comes out there each and every week. So you check out Gotham City Pizza if you are in Ormond Beach, up in, gosh, I'm trying to think, go through my mind everywhere else that we're going to be. Uh, we also have on Tuesday nights uh, the Brown Dog in Palm Coast. That is my spot. That has been my home, my hub of entertainment for the last couple of years. Uh, it's at 7 o'clock. It's over in the St. Joe Plaza which is located near the Ace Hardware on Palm Coast Parkway going up towards US-1. So if you've never been out there, they've got some of the best burgers around. I kid you not. It is something absolutely fantastic. You want to try it out if you haven't. And I'll be there with you tomorrow night. You will. Uh, Ken is going to be training with us, so he's going to be one of our esteemed hosts. We'll get him behind a microphone a little bit more frequently, so we're excited about that. And also, uh, we've got a show up in Jacksonville at the Wild Wing Cafe which is a good spot, too. Uh, they've got tons and tons of wing varieties, and Michelet is our host up there. So those are just some of the shows going on. Trivia-wise, if you are into that sort of thing, which hopefully you are, if you haven't tried us out, you should. And you can always go to Central Florida Trivia on Facebook, which is where you can get two hints before each and every one of our games. And, and that's not just here in Central Florida. That's around the country. So that's all the trivia offerings, at least, that I'm going to talk about for now. But let's talk about some things happening outside of that. Uh, over at the Flagler Playhouse this weekend, Mamma Mia. Are you a fan there, Sticks? Mamma Mia! <laughs> I think that's a no. No. But <laughs> if you are the theater-going crowd, you want to check out our friends that are over there at the Flagler Playhouse and go see Mamma Mia. They're going to be doing a production <laughs> this weekend. You know what? My dad was quite the thespian, and I know a guy who sounds just like that. Cheerio. All right. <laughs> uh, no, if, if you are a theater goer, do not take offense. Uh, that's a lot of fun. I, have you ever done any plays or anything in high yeah, school? Or? Actually, I started my uh, acting career at the age of five. Uh, ah. I was Geppetto in the Pinocchio. Geppetto. Play. Oh, yes, I was. Very nice. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope that worked out for you. It did. It worked out perfectly. <laughs> no, I did, uh, I did some, uh, some small acting drama club uh, stuff in high school and... Um, I've always been entertainment's my thing, man. You know that. So yeah, I, I did a few musicals. In, <laughs> no, you uh, didn't. They weren't well-known musicals, but I did some in middle school. Did you actually sing? Oh, I did. I did. And <laughs> uh, the I gotta see this. I don't know if there's if there's video. I do not have it. And hopefully, I'm gonna have to call home. Mama Graper and uh... <laughs> she doesn't have it either. <laughs> see but some up? of the kids I went to school with do. That I was in uh, Flapper. Flapper was the name. It was like a 1920s. 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already... Yeah. And I was one of the gangsters. I was Cheater Hayes was my... <laughs> <laughs> That's your new wrestling I remember name, that. Cheater, Cheater Hayes. Hayes. That would uh, be a wonderful wrestling you name. You could be part of the Freebirds. Yeah, and I had I was uh, one of those like typical like Looney Tune style gangsters like hey what do you, what do you know what yeah. do you say what do you guess yeah, how yeah. you doing how you doing <laughs> right and yeah. it was very sticky and schlocky but it was it was fun I got to dress up like uh, like an Al Capone style gangster and have a little fun and then I was actually in another play the year before that called Hee Haw Hayride <laughs> and I do not remember my character's oh name my God. um. But I was a military man. I was home on leave, and, and uh, I think Ruby was the girl I was with. And everybody had them nice little southern accents in that their show. And I this was up it. in New Jersey, so they were probably terrible versions of those accents. That's a terrible version. Of the Thank you. Right there, that, that, that's about. That's all I got. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. You're not from here. It's all right. Doesn't but uh, yeah, so those were the only plays that I participated in. But I've gone to see a fair share, and uh, I've actually not had the pleasure of going to a show over at the Flagler Playhouse, mostly because I work uh, all night and all day, every day. Flagler Playhouse is a very cool spot to see a show. My dad did several, several plays there. Um, really great people over there. Nice venue, cool little spot. Get some wine, go see a play, and uh, have a good time. On Tuesday, so the, again, the day this is airing, there is Food Truck Tuesday going on in what? Town Center. That's every Tuesday. 
I'm not a fan because I have a show that night yeah, at well, the same time. So I never get to go to check out any of these cool food trucks. Food. But if you are, for some reason, not coming to see me over at the Brown Dog, which, how dare you, shame on you, <laughs> go support other local businesses, and, and at least then we call it even. And check out Food Truck Tuesdays. It's, it's a lot of fun. There's always signage out so that you can see that. I think that starts around 6, if I'm not mistaken. It's a good time to line up for a food truck. There you go. Uh, so some things happening this weekend. Uh, the Rotary Club, the Palm Coast Rotary Club, is holding their annual awards program that they do called Celebrating Our Community Stars. And they have selected some fantastic folks from in and around this area to highlight and some of their service and things that they've done. I believe that's going to be going on this Friday night. So you can, And again, all these things you can take uh, and check out on Facebook. That's where I pulled a lot of this information from. If you are uh, into 5Ks, yeah, I'm a you, big runner. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big runner. <laughs> Sticks, not a big runner. I, I used to be. I used to be someone that would do that. But actually, the Parrot Head 5K and Fun Run is taking place this Saturday morning. I think it kicks off at 9 a.m. Uh, I didn't secure the location, but I know that the Hard Rock Hotel is involved as one of the primary sponsors. And so is Latitude Margaritaville. So I imagine it's in that area considering the... Jimmy Buffett nomenclature that we're, you know, we're talking parrot heads. Again, uh, I believe that the only soundtrack allowed on your iPod is uh, all Jimmy Buffett. Uh, I don't yes, know, that's that's, I'm, that's I'm all making, you're allowed to run up. to. I'm, I'm making so it up completely. If, if check jo- out Facebook and, and uh, all the information, I'm sure. Is right if there. Jolly Mon and <laughs> Son of a Son of a Sailor and Come Monday are <laughs> not in your running playlist, shame on you. They will be this weekend. Uh, we've also got... Some uh, for all my fellow nerds out there, all my pop culture fans. We've got two different conventions going on. There is Fandom Kissimmee. So if you're looking to venture all the way out near uh, the Orlando area, close to Disney World, there is a convention going on there. And there is also Ancient City Con up in St. Augustine. And Matt Frewer is one of their featured guests. You know Matt Frewer by name, Ken. I don't. Okay, so do you remember... The lawnmower man. Yeah, that was the lawnmower man. Oh, and he okay. was he was the he was the neighbor in, um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah, I know I know exactly who. <laughs> and I believe he played the trash can man in the stand, the the TV version of the stand that that aired back in the in the nineteen nineties, the Stephen King film. See trivia, right? Like, that's how I know go. these random Way things. Go. So did. Matt Frewer's there. They've also got some comic book guests. Um, I'm sure they've got some competitions and all that stuff. So if you are into the Comic Con scene, which I am, I don't get to go as often uh, or as frequently as I would like. But those are both going on, and and obviously the closer option is going to be Ancient City Con. But you can also check out uh, the one over in Kissimmee called Fandom Kissimmee. I've never been to a con, but I've always wanted to check one out. Really? You yeah, haven't been to any? I've never been to a con. They are a lot of fun. You see some crazy stuff. You get to meet some cool celebrities. I would go just for the people watching, man. I would literally it's, just uh, roll yeah. around in the old wheelchair and just check out the people, man. Because I bet you that is probably the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I've been to a few. Actually, uh, my wife and I are huge Walking Dead fans. So we went to Megacon years ago. Well, actually, while she was pregnant with our daughter... And we went. Uh, we met Stan Lee. Oh, nice! At that, and we met the governor and Michonne from The Walking Dead. The governor. That was really cool. Not not that the governor. The governor. It was uh, the governor. Actually, the governor of. Oh, it was. Uh, gosh, I'm blanking on it. It's the city I got married. It's Sonoya, Georgia, is where I got married. But uh, Woodbury. He okay. was the governor in Woodbury in the show. And actually, my wife and I went up there. I mean, Sean's actually one of my favorite Walking Dead characters. Dude, so she was cool. so cool. Yeah, I believe she it. was so nice and sweet. Like it, it was, it was really a good experience. And they had lots of really cool vendors. They sell all kinds of knickknacks and fan and, art and, and things ju- like yeah, that. Yeah, fan yeah, art yeah, yeah. artists. I mean, some really truly amazingly talented people. And the cosplay stuff. I don't if you've never seen it live, like uh, in person. Man, I didn't know how seriously that thing, how how seriously people take that. Yes. is insane. <laughs> yes, in, they in, do. A, in a good way, in the best of ways, it's insane. I've seen some incredible work, and most of it's done by hand, and you know, custom made stuff and. Yeah, I, I could never I could never do any of that. That is not like I'm skilled at this speaking. Like, that, that's why I'm doing this and I'm not doing that because I can talk about it, but don't 
I like. Don't I, ask me to make. I it. can't draw. I, like those are not in my. You can barely write. Look at your run sheet. <laughs> Don't worry about my run sheet. <laughs> it is very professional. <laughs> and last but not least, speaking of professional, is the Bold City Beer and Music Festival taking place up in good old Jacksonville, Florida, this coming Sunday. So if uh, you happen to have a day off to burn on Monday, I suppose you go up to the Beer and Music Festival and. Maybe sleep in on Monday. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. Beer and music, two of the best things ever created. <laughs> so those are really, I mean, as many events as we just mentioned, there are more. There are more going on, and there's more. Uh, actually, one of the ones I didn't mention, we've got Ballistic Bingo is one of our challenge entertainment shows that's taking place down in Port Orange at Half Wall Port Orange. And, of course, if you're into uh, the beer scene, since we're talking the beer and music festival over our friends over at the house for beer in port orange at the pavilion in port orange that is a great great spot to play a little bit of live trivia that's and, a cool spot yeah and andrew will be your host and he's been doing it for for a long time so <laughs> those are just a smattering of some of the events and each week folks if you want to contact us through uh, through messenger on the fam group or you could reach me my email is matthew at florida ambassador media group.com you can send an email and tell us about some events, and maybe you'll make it make the cut for the show. Yeah, why not? If you're looking for authentic New York-style pizza, then we have got the place for you. Anthony's Pizza has three great locations in Central Florida. Port Orange, Palm Coast, and St. Augustine Beach. We make everything fresh, and our sauces are homemade. We've got thin crust pizza, Sicilian pizza, or any other delicious combination you can think of. The rest of our menu is pretty awesome too. We've got hot and cold subs, calzones, strombolis, and tons of great pasta dishes like penne genovese, eggplant lasagna, veal and chicken parmesan, and so much more. Dine in, pick up, or we can deliver straight to your door. Enjoy Anthony's Pizza any way you want. Anthony's Pizza and Pasta, Port Orange, Palm Coast, and St. Augustine Beach. Anthony's Pizza, we're into fitness, Fitness whole pizza in your mouth. Welcome back. But we're going to segue right now into some Central Florida sports. Sports. And I got to tell you, we are coming off a jam-packed weekend of sports. Holy cow, man! Just in wrestling alone. I mean, how many how many wrestling shows did we see? Something like twelve or fifteen shows, all on Saturday. All, and that's in Florida. That's just in the state of Florida. There were there were an extraordinary amount of professional wrestling oh, shows this we, past weekend. We worked we, did we worked three, three of them shows yeah. in the span of what 28 hours. Yeah, and we worked four times in the span of that same yeah, hours because we yeah, we we do live work and then some post production work with Go Wrestle in Daytona, which is running this weekend. That's right. Every Friday Go Wrestle right there at 955 Orange Avenue. Every Friday night doors at 7:30. Show starts at 8. 10 bucks for kids, 15 for adults. Absolutely worth your time. Some of the best wrestling you'll see anywhere in the state. And it's regular and it's fun and and honest to god, you never know who's going to show up. I mean, it's guys that if you're not someone that follows independent wrestling, maybe you don't know all these names, but they are tremendously talented athletes in there and you get some special guest appearances sometimes by folks that you may or may not have seen on tv years before so there's a lot to stay tuned and and of course you can see sticks and myself there each and every week uh sticks serves as the timekeeper and he's also been getting a bit more involved in the show with uh, his friend blaine rage but we'll leave that topic for uh my best friend blaine rage for, um, for another day but uh for tickets and information go wrestle.com we also have the streaming service 10 day free trial 5.99 a month after that go wrestle.com for all that information awesome stuff right there for you and i hear they have pretty good commentary yeah the commentary team's it's not decent, bad right? yeah <laughs> in case you haven't had enough listening to us you catch us and at least a third voice in there, Mr. Brad Lee. Brad Lee. Uh, the three of us, the trifecta of Fantastico. That is us. And it Can go we make that rest- a shirt? Maybe. Please, please make maybe. that a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the night, we should call ourselves the, the three horsemen. I, would, I think that's, I get it. I I think get that's it. the shirt. No, that makes sense. <laughs> so uh, as far as sports happening this weekend, definitely go wrestle uh, but even looking ahead, I don't know what other wrestling promotions are running this weekend. I, I looked quickly, and I did not see any, at least here in Florida. It's that... a slower weekend for, for Florida. Well, everybody ran last week. Yeah, I think it's because most of the shows run monthly. 
uh, or you know bi-weekly or whatever. And I think last week was so stacked. Everybody's kind of taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a hangover this week. But if you if you need your fix, go wrestles the place. Now, as far as other sporting events, we're kind of in a uh, a weird time of year. It's not like in the summer where you've got you know baseball going on, so there's no Tortugas games anymore. That season's done. The Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, that's done. But our Jacksonville Jaguars. They are actually going to be home in Jacksonville this week, though Thursday not. Thursday night. Yep, not on Sunday. It is a Thursday night game. That's uh, so they're coming off a pretty short rest period. They played this weekend. They played the Houston Texans, and they were defeated by the Texans for thirteen to twelve. Which uh, it's not something that I followed because I was exhausted after working four times on Saturday, Sunday. I, you know, I went to church on on sorry that was Friday, Saturday. Church on Sunday. I had a barbecue with my family as well. So. Uh, I did not catch the game, but I saw a lot of my friends that are involved yeah, and, and some other personalities like the Teal Man. You ever see the Teal Man? Yeah, I know the Teal Man. The Teal Man. Yeah. He and I got to meet uh, because I, I, I'm the MC for the Jacksonville Sharks. He came out, and he was in all red for us. Ah, uh, nice. He, he did it nice. up. He was the he red was, man. For, yeah, he was the red man. He was the red man. He looked good. Um, but uh, all those guys were out there. They were pretty upset with what's happening with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So hopefully the team is able to uh, to – Use the opportunity from the loss, lose the knowledge that they've obtained, and and do a little bit better this coming Thursday night after a brief rest period. On it's the worst kind of loss, though, the one pointers. You know, I'm, we used to in high school. If if we lost, we'd much rather lose a blowout than uh, one point. Yeah, but uh, if you get blown out, then you absolutely suck. So yeah, I don't, well, I don't I mean, know. I, I know what you mean, though. Like if you're gonna miss it, miss by a mile, not by an inch. Right. We we uh, played. Uh, my junior year, we played a playoff game. It was our opening round playoff game, and we lost by one point. And I, you want to talk about devastated man? That locker room, that locker room was quiet. I, I can imagine. I can absolutely imagine. It was probably like that for the Carolina Cobras right after the Sharks won the 2019 arena national arena league championship man i, I know that's weeks ago i don't some like, that shine off you brother well <laughs> you know what man it was one of those games that to be there live like that's one of those games that you see on television no doubt no where doubt. the team is losing and it, it doesn't seem like there's any way they can win but they start rallying and then in the last minute they score then they score again then they hit the get the onside kick and then the other team challenges but the challenge goes your way and it goes it literally went down to the last second of the game and it was by a single score just incredible so it was great being a part of that team and and their season's over now too so this is definitely a lighter time of year but you can hang your hat on jacksonville sharks they're playing this thursday Uh, they will be at home that's the jaguars not the sharks oh sorry look at that He's still, he's still hanging over from the championship game. He's still, next season. It was I, fun, man. It yeah, was fun. Next season, I got to go to a game. I'd love uh, football and uh, seems like a cool place to see yeah. a game. I'm used to plugging the Sharks, man. <laughs> it's it's first, first pod, guys. First pod, everybody. It's a, it's a reflex. Let it go. <laughs> uh, so the Jaguars will be at home this Thursday night over at TIAA Bank Field. And then that's really all I have for sports. The only other thing I did want to mention, though, as I saw. Uh, that's going to be happening on Saturday over at the Jukido Martial Arts Academy right here in Palm Coast. It's over on uh, on, it's on 100, not too far from uh, the... Gosh, what am I saying? I've never been there, man. This is on you. <laughs> <laughs> it is not too far from Target. It's on 100. Uh, they're going to be... Uh, they're having a women's self-defense class, a diva defense class. Sweet, I'll fit right in. Yeah, well, my son goes there. Uh, my son is there, and actually my niece and nephew go there as well. So it's actually a tremendous dojo. Uh, George Rigo, the sensei over there, he's a great guy, really knows what he's doing, highly skilled, very tactful, uh, really wonderful guy. And so they've got that this weekend. So if there's any ladies out there that are looking to learn a little bit more practical self-defense measures, this is a great place to do it. It's a cool way to work out too, man. It's it's a it's a challenging. I have some experience in uh, jujitsu, uh, and uh, it's it's a really interesting way to challenge your mind and your body simultaneously. Um, so if you're interested in that at all, go check it out. Yeah, and that's going to do it for sports. So let's talk. Last but not least, we're going to head right into our pop culture spotlight. Not all tire shops are created equally. 
That's why Quantum Tire should be your number one choice for all of your tire and wheel needs. Located at 15 Hargrove Lane, Unit 3D in Palm Coast, Florida, we offer new and used tire products and services including tire balancing, rotations, flat repairs, and custom wheels. We work with the top tire brands on the market, including Bridgestone, Goodyear, Michelin, Firestone, Continental, and more. Our owner, Bob Gordon, has been working in the tire business in Palm Coast for over a decade. We are passionate about serving our customers and offering them the best out-the-door prices in town. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can contact us and make an appointment by calling 386-597-2049. You can also check us out on social media at the Quantum Tires LLC Facebook and Instagram pages. Quantum Tires, quick quality service at the best quantities in town. That's the Quantum Way. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our pop culture spotlight. A couple things happening that are fun and interesting in the amazing world of pop culture, which is something I've always enjoyed learning, listening, reading about, and it, it certainly has given me a ton of what I once thought was useless knowledge. No, it's, it's definitely not. I was a steel trap for useless knowledge, and that's what I used to say. I no longer say it's useless because I've been able to do pretty good on useless knowledge as a trivia host for the last several years, so it is useless no more. <laughs> It Take is, that, I'll teach It's good. Nothing. That's right. It is good to waste your time on this if you can find ways to monetize it. That's right. And it's a lot of fun and entertaining, and that's what it should be. So let's talk about a couple of things. Sticks, are you a fan of horror movies, spooky, scary you things? You know about? I am, man. Well, actually, I saw this today. Netflix has put up a trailer for their Netflix and Chills. Programming that's going to be Come coming out. For, <laughs> that's going to be coming out for the month of October. It actually begins next week. Uh, there's some cool uh, Netflix original series, some original films and specials, and then lots of great classic horror films and things awesome. to, to check out on Netflix. You know, I'm a big Halloween fan. I can't tell by your decor. Uh, yes, sir. as we are recording this in my home, I, my, we've been decorated for Halloween for a solid month, folks. That is a true story. This is a pumpkin spice family, man. It's this, a, this is a pumpkin spice house. This, 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 is, a, this is a Halloween experience. If, if anyone <laughs> is friends with Maddie and wants to come over and hang out and just look at... you can just Don't look. be inviting people over to my house. No, I, don't, I don't want to tell them where you live. That's all you, but... <laughs> That's this is a impressive collection. Yeah. We I we like Halloween. My wife and I. It's our favorite holiday. And every year in August, and people are always like, "It's too early. You're doing it too soon." I don't like. We don't care. Like, like when, that. When school starts, like we're ready. Like summer's over. We we just shake the mindset. You know, my wife's a teacher, so she's back. So she's already upset about summer being uh, over. So, so she, she's trying to. Uh, so she's just putting it out of her mind and moving on to something else to be excited about. And right. I'm all for it because I'm a big. Horror movie guy, I like uh, the supernatural. I was a big Stephen King fan growing up, and a, and a Goosebumps books fan before Goosebumps. that as a child. So, oh man! So Netflix and Chills. I was very excited. I was looking forward to some of the things that they have on there. Uh, as far as pop culture goes, and this is something maybe we'll talk more about next week as well. Being a big comic fan, I know we mentioned some of the comic cons and things coming up. But the DC Comics film Joker comes out in two weeks. Cannot wait to see it. Yeah, two weeks. It's going to be awesome. Well, I was on the fence about it initially. I was. I mean, it's not that I don't like Joaquin Phoenix. I know he's a tremendously talented actor. I'm expecting it to be good uh, cinematically. I think the way they shot it, I think the music is going to be great. And I'm a movie nerd when it comes to that sort of thing. The way movies are shot, the soundtrack, the sound effects, things like that. I'm a bit, well... I mean, I'm big into production. That's kind of... Well, I mean, that's what you went to school for. But, uh, yeah. You know, I, I'm excited to see this movie, uh, and I'm excited to see how Joaquin does it uh, as a outside of the universe uh, kind of take on the Joker. Well, they did debut the film at a recent film festival, so there were a lot of folks that got to see it, and so some of the early reviews are out, and they're calling it like one of the best films of the entire year. And we're getting close to the end of the year, so that means I mean, there's a lot of movies that have come out that everyone has been ranting and raving about. And this one, they're saying, is at the top. And they said he might very well uh, be able to secure an Oscar nomination for his performance as the Joker. And Sweet. so I'm now, I was on the fence because, yeah, not that I'm one of those hardcore comic fans. It's just, I'm a purist and uh, yeah, I, I, don't no. want, I don't want any other interpretations. I'm fine with that. But 
they've just done so many different things with the character and with Batman properties over the years. I was like, I don't know how that looks. It looks a little different. I don't like when the Joker is humanized as a character. I think there's more meat on the bone when there's less to humanize him, that he is a complete and utter mystery. Well, he's a, he's a monster. That's the whole point. He's, right. He's supposed to be this insane, heartless monster who has a purpose, but you don't always know what that purpose is. Right. Or, or yeah, he thrives on chaos. and, and But I, I like not knowing. I've enjoyed that. And that's one of the similar... Complaints that folks have about the Halloween remake as opposed to the original Halloween. Like the Halloween, the Rob Zombie remake, they gave the character a lot of background. A lot of, you know, they showed just the abusive home that he was raised in. And then that kind of made you sympathize with him almost a bit as he turned into the Michael Myers monster. Whereas the original film, there was none of that. Right. He and, was just a monster and that's what's right. going and, on. And a lot, of car- a lot of critics favor the original for that reason. So, uh, who's to say? I mean, I, I think there's there's room for all of it, and I was but because of that, I was on the fence with Joker, but the early reviews are amazing. Like, it's getting perfect scores from places, which awesome. is something that doesn't happen, and that comes out in a couple of weeks, so that's something I think that uh, market calendars for folks, that's going to be an exciting film coming out in uh, early October. Something else that happened this past week. Uh, movie Pass. Did you have a Movie Pass? Were you a Movie Pass guy? Yeah, man. I used to work in a movie theater. Like, that's, well, know. no, Movie Pass is dead now. It is officially it's dead gone. as of this month. They're they're doing away with it. Good idea, yeah, right? Because yeah. people, what was the what was it, people paying like ten dollars a month yeah. or something? They could see so, as many as they wanted initially. So it was like ten bucks a month. You pay as much as you want, or you go as much as often as you want. Uh, and I think there were some limitations as far as like new movies and things. Well, like more that. and more limitations but, started uh, to show themselves but, as it went on. Yeah, you know, what a great idea for people who like to go to the movies because if if you if you go to the movies, it's a day out, man. It's fifty bucks. <laughs> well, I, I, I try, ha- try having a family I mean, of you, six. You got you know you've got a basketball team to take care of, right? And, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, just for me, if I want to take a, a lady on a date per se, it's it's a fifty buck night. You know, tickets. Treats, all that stuff. I, I agree with you. It was a nice thought and something that has hung on, and, and there's been lots of stuff in the news about it. But as of the end of this month, it will mark the official death of Movie Pass. So rest in peace, Movie Pass. And for anyone that is a Disney fan, are you a big Disney fan? Or are you, I was you when cool I was a that? kid. No, I was when I was a kid. I don't know if I've evolved. I, I like cartoons. Well, you ought to jump back on board, man. Because What's going on? Disney Plus, their streaming service is coming soon. And one of the things that they announced over the weekend, I just read this, was that a lot of the cool Disney afternoon cartoons from the 80s and 90s will be on there. So you'll see shows like Gargoyles, DuckTales, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, Rangers. Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop. Man, when I was a kid, listen, I spent a lot of time in uh, medical facilities um, because of my cerebral palsy. And one of the things that took my mind off of the ridiculousness and the challenges in front of me was cartoons. And Disney had some of the best cartoons when when we were kids. Because we're, we're roughly the same age. So to hear that those are coming back, I'm sure that uh, my Disney Pass subscription will create itself here well that and all the other original content they're going to have all all the, the old disney movies they're going to have uh lots there are lots of original content especially with like the marvel universe there's lots of shows that they're gonna be doing there sweet um like winter soldier and falcon series limited. So it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool to watch and and they're definitely trying to step on toes in netflix and they're gonna be snatching all their properties away from Netflix because they will air exclusively on Disney Plus because everybody's getting in the streaming game now. I think that's good. I think if you're a company, especially like Disney, that owns the world, you know, control your content. And, you know, that's a, that's keep your money for yourself, as greedy as it sounds. <laughs> I mean, it's business, and, that, and it makes sense. But, I mean, for, for fans and for folks that enjoy that type of programming, Disney Plus looks like it's going to have a lot to offer. And that's going to do it for us on the pop culture update. All right, Sticks. So this is our 
first show here. How do you think we did, man? Not bad. I'll give us a, a, a B minus. I'd take a B minus. That's a... solid. B's get degrees. That's what, yeah. that's what, <laughs> some of my students used to go even lower than that when they talk about C's their C's get degrees. D's get degrees. Like, oh, wait a minute. That's uh, that's what we're shooting for here. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'll say B minus. Uh, B-. I think uh, we. this is going to be a very interesting experience. I'm very excited to see where it goes. Uh, but uh, thank you to all of our inaugural listeners, all, all four of you. Uh, Come on, there's five of them. I hope, <laughs> well, maybe. I'm counting, I'm counting the two of us. So. Uh, and all five times we listen to yes, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, this is going to be fun, man. I, I really like the idea. It is. Thanks for joining us with the Fam Pod for the Florida Ambassador Media Group. I am the young professor, Matt Grafer. They call me Sticks. And folks, we will see you next time.